I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. The Battle of New York was the end of the world. This is the new world. I am a soldier's angel through the eyes of a soldier through the... What were you after? The truth. World peace. I'm a soldier's angel. You've got a hundred men at your disposal. And now... A hand-picked team. In a war of words between Yes, they're that good. No one walks away from this battle. Hello, hollers, and welcome to another episode of Agents of Shieldcast. I am Colonel Chaos, aka Chip Sella, and joining me tonight we have. The one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Doing well, yes. I do feel like I'm living in the Stalling City bathhouse uh, the last couple of days, though, because it's incredibly warm over here. Oh, it's warm here, too. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, it's too warm. <laughs> <laughs> too warm. <laughs> I'm not used to this warm weather. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was nice outside, but I was kind of out there and... Me being part vampire, uh, it's like mm-hmm. it's a little too hot. Yeah. So Andy, we've all now we've both seen Civil War. I've seen it twice yes. already. Okay, I, I haven't got around to go and see it again yet, but uh, I will do it before our uh, before we do our spoiler cast on it. Considering that we're probably pushing that out until late May, early June, I'll probably have to go and yeah. see the movie again myself. But, um, fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. They mm-hmm. did a really good job with it. It probably should not have been called Captain America. Should have been called The Avengers, but... Yeah, I totally agree. It wasn't It wasn't really a Captain America movie. I mean, you had some bits in there, but you had other bits, you know, you, you had other characters with huge storylines and story arcs as well. Hmm. I mean, there's a huge Iron Man story woven throughout the thing. He's in there quite yep. a bit. All of the, you know, all the Avengers except Hulk and Thor are in the movie. There and are, hmm, and Coulson. That's right. Col- Coulson is in the Avengers, <laughs> and he's not in there either. But um, everybody else is, and I thought, you know. Overall, I thought it was a fantastic movie. It had its moments where it was a little dicey, but um, I have no complaints. I really have no complaints about the movie. Yeah, I I do have one or two complaints, but I'll save most of it for the when we do the spoiler cast. I did really like the movie overall, um, and some of the action set pieces in it were unbelievable. Like that airport scene, mm-hmm. holy shit, that was so good. <laughs> like just the whole thing. Uh, the airport scene was great. Uh, I think uh, the car chase section. Mm. Yep. Was uh, I? Yeah, you know, I, I think I might have actually liked that more. Okay. But I definitely uh, like the airport one better. But I, the, the car chase was really good as well. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of Spider-Man? 
I I didn't know Lincoln was going to be in the movie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Spider Man. I'm a whiny little bitch, just like Lincoln. <laughs> he wasn't anyone you know, near as whiny as Lincoln. I, well, maybe it's because my voice hasn't changed, but I really have a hot aunt called Aunt Milf. <laughs> yeah, but what did you think of Spider Man? I didn't like him. I really did not. I did not like oh, Spider. Okay. He's. I, I wasn't joking. Um, <laughs> he's too young. This Spider Man is supposed to be that age. Uh, like, uh, I don't care. He's. <laughs> I don't need uh, whiny little teenagers. But you do in the MCU because there aren't any. Like all the all the heroes. I, and that's are why like, I like the I, MCU. There's no whiny teenagers in it. <laughs> They're all like. Like thirty to fifty year old men, like almost every single one of them, mm-hmm. is the, the same demographic. <laughs> yeah, so my need, demographic, need, your demographic. <laughs> yeah, they need younger blood to appeal to the younger younger audience. It's fine by me. I I thought Spider Man was perfect. Absolutely, so well done. Best Spider Man we've seen. That's not saying much. Maybe not, but like I did like parts of Tobey Maguire's performance and mm. a lot of parts of Andrew Garfield's. But this one was so well done. What about when he's in the suit? Did you not like him when he was in the suit, zipping about? Mm. No? no? Oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I just... You're, you're, why is there this little teenager in my uh, Avengers movie, you know? Um, <laughs> no, I... I found him irritating, and I'm not sure I'm ready for an entire movie of him. Okay. I, 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 I totally disagree. I thought he was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of Black Panther? I liked him. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, I, me I, it, it, it's a different character compared to... I mean, his demeanor, his uh, the way he carries himself... He's a very different character than the characters we have in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. Um, he's more proper, might be one of the words to use. Uh, mm. Foreign, I guess, might be another one. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I, I did. I did like him. Uh, once again, will he, they make a good movie out of him? Probably. <laughs> Definitely. They will. It's yeah. going to be a great movie. <laughs> it's going to be a great movie. Um, what about... Uh, what was the other new character? Aunt Milf. No, oh, Aunt Milf. <laughs> but no, I, I really liked the movie overall. I did think that Spider-Man, Black Panther, and uh, Ant-Man kind of stole the show away from the, the headline heroes. Stole the show? Hmm. Yep, I, I was much more interested in what was going on with, with them than what was going on with Cap and Tony. Uh, that's me being an Ant-Man fan, obviously, but... Yeah, um, I'm going to disagree with you there as well. I, you know, I thought they... Panther was an, an introduction and just, you know, a sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man did a great job. Go to use the little more Ant Man in the movie, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
Spider-Man sucked, and <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the 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 less of him, the better. But uh, Chip's gone crazy. The, the listeners <laughs> must agree. Chip has gone crazy. No, I. I I don't need teeny bopper. I don't need Bat Baby in my uh, superhero <laughs> movies. If I want Bat Baby, I'll go watch Gotham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I look forward to this podcast. <laughs> you know, may, you know, maybe maybe they could give Aunt Mill for her own movie without Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. Probably not. So, be a good movie overall. Uh, go and see it. Yeah. Um, over seven hundred million. It's made already worldwide. So they reckon by this weekend they'll be over a billion. Oh yeah, pretty good for three weeks, huh? Yeah, really good. Uh, and like that'll make it the highest grossing Captain America movie. It'll probably end up being the highest grossing Marvel movie. Yeah, you think it's gonna top Avengers? First one? What, 1.5 billion? Mm. It's only been out three weeks. Has it even opened in China yet? Uh, I think it opened in China the same time as the US. I, I, I believe. I, I'm not in China, obviously, but I, I, I did hear that it was opening at the same time. Oh. But there will be other markets and stuff like that still to open in, but mm-hmm. I think it's out in the, the kind of big ones now. So, but yeah, yeah, good movie. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Yeah, definitely. Uh, very enjoyable. My mom liked it. She did get confused. Did Did you do your primer with her? Yes, we did. We had, we okay. we discussed uh, the story so far in the car, in the car ride to the theater. Yep. So, did you play her an episode of our podcast? <laughs> She's heard she's heard bits and pieces of our podcast. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, she's heard some Shield cast because she couldn't believe I was doing all those voices. So, <laughs> oh, nice, cool. Well, uh, we've got some news to get through before we mm-hmm. uh, talk about the episode. A couple of things relating to Civil War and a couple of things not relating to Civil War and other things and whatnot. So we'll deal with the kind of Civil War-y ones first. Okay. The, the more kind of related things going forward, but we'll not have spoilers. So don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything for you if you've not seen Civil War yet. Not any more so than we j- just spoke about there, which I, I thought was a very high-level... Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing that you haven't seen in the... The trailers on TV. Yeah, yeah. So, um, first of all, the the screenwriters were asked uh, why Iron Man didn't recruit Daredevil and recruited Peter Parker or Spider-Man instead. And they kind of just dodged the question. Uh, But they did say that Tony Stark is aware of Daredevil. Who well, would you probably choose? Got, he's probably got a Netflix Spider-Man subscription. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although they did say he doesn't have a TV, but he doesn't know about Daredevil. Um, who would you choose? Daredevil or Spider-Man? Well, considering that Spider-Man is such a whiny little bitch, I'd probably go with Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would have liked to see Daredevil in the movie, but I would, I would pick Spider-Man. 
in in this particular these particular versions of it. And to be honest, because I don't think that Daredevil would go with Tony. <laughs> like he would go, nah, not doing that. I'll I'll, I'll go. With, he would go with Cap. Daredevil well, he did. He did in the the real Civil War. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that going by the way the character has been so far in the MCU, he would be on Team Cap. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, some other little pieces, bits and pieces of news. The uh, <laughs> the U.S. Army, right, has commented about uh, whether or not Captain America would be entitled to back pay. <laughs> okay. If he was like a real person mm-hmm. and not a fictional character, and all the things were actually real, he may actually be entitled to receive back pay. <laughs> So it's kind of speculated that he would be entitled to roughly $3 million worth of back pay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you know if you know anyone who got froze, frozen in the ice and was in, in the army back in those days, then yeah, get them to yeah. gin up the army for their back pay. $3 million. <laughs> that must have been dealt with in the comic books at some point. It probably was, yeah. I mean, I don't imagine Captain America is short of money in the comic books. Uh, he's a very, a very modest lifestyle. I mean, what? He's an artist, mm. I think. I think at one point he worked for Marvel Comics or something in the uh, as an artist. Oh, Steve Steve Rogers did. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've never I've never seen that one. Um, oh, we can't say that one. That's a spoiler. <laughs> we cannot say that. Um, okay, so... I don't want to say that one either. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the restraint tonight, Andy. Yeah, I'd, I'd build up like a couple of uh, of stories there, but uh, like in skimming them, mm-hmm. skimming them over, I don't want to say that. Now, um, what, one thing which... Uh, you will know if you've either seen the movie or if you've uh, been following the toy lines. There is another toy line coming, which is another spoiler for the the movie, and oh. it's it's the the captain. Well, it's the the same spoiler <laughs> as the those other toy lines, mm-hmm. but the uh, the the Civil War uh, Marvel Legends. Okay. Uh, figures have been uh, shown off now, and there's a a builder figure in with them. For a certain character who appears in the movie, and it's very cool. And well, I'll, I'll yeah. leave it to that. And um, there is um, there is mentions of the word homecoming in the movie as well, with relation to Winter Soldier. Um, that was not a tie-in at all to the the Spider-Man movie, Homecoming. It was just a coincidence. Coincidence. Total coincidence. I, I thought and. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a nice little nod, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was nothing. Um, oh, this this one is is quite interesting. Now, um, Nick Fury is not in Civil War. Nope. Nope, he's not in it at all. He not even mentioned, not once. Neither is uh, Maria Hill for that matter, which I was quite surprised about because. Like we did see her in Age of Ultron with the Avengers and the and the Avengers like uh, training facility. 
she was kind of there as their like liaison essentially. But and this this she's... is a Captain America movie, not an Avengers movie. True, true. But she was in. Uh, she not in the Winter Soldier. Uh, maybe I don't recall. I, I can't remember off the top of my head now, but but yeah. So Nick Fury wasn't in it, and they basically explained his absence by saying that well, they didn't want him to have to choose a side. So they kind of they kind of put it, and this is the screenwriters. They kind of put it in the way that he's he's the parent, and he's left the kids to handle the situation, and to see if they can do a good job. And they, yeah, they didn't do a very good job. But they've basically confirmed that he's coming back for uh, Infinity War. You would hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of assumed that anyway. Although I did assume he'd be in Civil War, and he mm. wasn't. So. But yeah, he looks like he's he's definitely coming back for Infinity War. Infinity War is I think we spoke about did we speak about it last week where it's gonna be two differently titled movies? I think, yeah. I think we did mention that, yeah. But Which we're still calling it Infinity War until they tell us otherwise. Yes, yes. Um and they did also mention um details about the fact that there will be a scene that has all the characters who are who are still alive, um, and that's their words and not not mine. So we don't know if anyone dies in that or or whatnot. Um, but you would issue with Thanos being around. He can't even. <laughs> um, but yeah, it will have everyone that's still alive in the same room at the same time, which is what we want to see. Mm-hmm. And, and I really just want to see the Netflix characters and like the Shield characters show up in that movie. But uh, we'll see. Uh, if they, if they don't do that there, then uh, it's not all connected. Mm-hmm. Yep, very true. Which is fine, um, but just come out and say it. You know. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Stone uh, has landed a small part in an upcoming Marvel movie. Okay. But Which she. Movie? She has. She's not allowed to announce which one it is yet. Yeah. But she's doing a small part in it. So I mean, it could be Guardians Two, could be Thor Ragnarok, could be Spider Man Homecoming. I would hope. Like my hope is that she's going to be in Captain Marvel as the villain. I think she could be a, a cool villain for Captain Marvel to face up against. I don't know who she would play, but could be cool. She should be the villain anyway. Oh, you said small parts, so I would think it would be not uh, the villain. But isn't she married to Sylvester Stallone? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> they were married at one point, I know. Okay. So, and we know he's in Guardians. Um, No, no, it's not Stallone. It's okay, Kurt Russell that's in Guardians. No, it's Sylvester Stallone is in Guardians as well. Are you sure? I'm sure. Let, 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 let's fact check that. You can fact check that. Let's do the next so, news story. Well, I don't know. No, you want to you wanna fact check it? You fact check it. I'm, okay. I'm saying confirmed. Sylvester Stallone has been seen on the set and has said he has a part in Guardians. So while you do that, I'll do a different news story. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, so th- this is a little, this is a little off topic, but sort of related about something you and I have talked about many times on this show, and that is Disney is getting out of the video game business. They're getting out oh, of yeah. 
they're getting out of the Toys to Life business. Um, they're closing Avalanche Studios, and as of June, they are discontinuing uh, Disney Infinity, which means yes, we've seen the last Disney Infinity figures, last playsets. It's done. Well, there's two more playsets coming out and figures for them. The, yeah, yeah, there's Alice Through the Looking Glass and Finding Dory. Those are the final ones. Ugh. But I mean, who cares about those? Yeah. Really? Like, there's no more. There's no more Marvel ones. No more. Like, they're Marvel, not doing. No more Star Wars. No Doctor Strange. No Episode Eight. No Rogue One. No uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. No Civil War. No. no well, Battlegrounds was the Civil mm. War one, basically. It it was like they had the Captain America. And... True. But but yeah, no Wasp. No Wasp. I got to go with Ant Man. That makes me sad. So, um, I, I was kind of disappointed. I, I mean, yes, I've invested in the ser- in the franchise. I enjoy the franchise. I think they were finally getting it into a quality, turning it into a quality game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what they did with the latest sets was very good and enjoyable. But I also think it's a fad, uh, a fad whose time has passed. Yeah, it's just a, I think it's just a shame that we're not going to see more of the Marvel yeah. characters show up. Because like I, I really enjoyed like collecting them and mm-hmm. uh, and having them on the shelf and that, and they're they're cool figures, well designed, and like the games the game's pretty decent as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a shame as well because like that's three hundred people losing their jobs. Yes, that that made a, a good and pretty successful game. Like maybe they were only making millions and not billions that Disney wants to make, but um. You know, you you go to the store, you see... I mean, the aisle is choked with these things. Um, I think, you know, it's sort of just like the rock band stuff. How many uh, plastic guitars uh, can you have? At least one more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, you have Skylanders, you have these, you have the Amiibos. I don't know if there's another set out there. You have the Lego crap. Um Enough is enough, and I think it's getting too crowded. I think the only one who is having success with their figures now is probably Nintendo, and that's because they, uh, you know, they create a uh, shortage. Yeah, Nintendo has made a lot of money off the off the Amiibos. Um, Sky, even Skylanders is said to be failing somewhat, and they're supposedly rethinking their next game. Uh, they're also, you know, they also going to do one, but yeah, but I don't think you need annual iterations, and I think that's where, uh, you know, I thought Disney was onto something when they said we're not going to do a new, uh, we're not doing 4.0 this year. We're just going yep. to build on 3.0 and do sets, but yeah, you know, for that. But I think the biggest problem is. What they did, my biggest complaint is everything came out in August or September. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the year, you maybe got one playset and three or four figures. Mm. And I think what you needed to do was uh, have these coming out on a more regular basis. You know, uh, a playset every other month. Something to keep your momentum building. 
Yeah, that I think that would have worked better. But like, I, I, personally, I think they've discontinued it because, like, like we said, it's probably not making enough money for Disney, even though it seemingly looks as if it was profitable at least. But they would probably be looking for like a higher attach rate. So, like, when you buy uh, buy your starter pack and then you buy the extra figures. Uh, I heard they were just dying on the vine. I mean, the yeah. stores are just you know choking with figures. People aren't buying them. People don't care. Um, yeah, well, that's, an that's what I mean. Like, and it's because there's not there's not any new stuff out. I already bought. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. You know, how many? Uh, how many? Uh, you know, I will buy one of each figure. That's that's fine. I will have a full set, but I don't need like two Captain Americas. Well, we have two mm. Captain Americas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two, uh, you know, two Thors or two Rockets or, you know, two Mickey Mouses. Well, the, there are my <laughs> two Mickey Mouses. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, two Donald Ducks. You know, you, I'm going to buy one of each character. Uh, I'm going to have the full set and then I'm done. And... I still think it was a well a well crafted game. I th- uh, especially uh, Disney 3.0. The sets are the, the the games and worlds themselves are so much better than the last two. Mar the Marvel's uh, 2.0 stuff was decent, but the stuff that they came out with this year uh, just blows it away. And I think they they were finally hitting their stride, and it's a shame. So and you know also yes we're losing Avalanche Studios which sucks as well. And Disney's not going to publish any more games at all. Well, it, however, it does it does leave them open to license like they're going to uh, exclusively to a licensing model like they've been doing this with Star Wars for a while anyway, but it does kind of open up things a little bit for like Marvel properties so they can license out the Marvel franchises to whatever studios and they can make games based on them hopefully they make sensible decisions and license them out to decent studios and not people that will just make shit games like sega and their fucking terrible thor game uh you know disney i mean disney has come and gone in and out of the game business a million times Mm. You know, they had uh, Warren Spector heading the studio when he came out with those um, those two Mickey games. Oh, the uh, Castle of Illusion one? No, not Castle of Illusion. No. Uh, the ones on the Wii. Oh, the Epic Mickey. Epic Mickey. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, for whatever reason, those games didn't do well. Uh, the first one I thought was bad, just bad game design. And uh, I was really looking forward to it, and it had a lot of things. Unfortunately, they went with Wii controls, and that just ruined the game. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, d- they had the studio that did uh, a fantastic uh, racing combat game a few years ago. Um, and I'm not going to remember the name, but. I can't think of what Sorry, that game is off my head. Losing my <laughs> voice. Um, yeah, but they, so they, they've had some studios over the years and they've, uh, I've done interviews with them. And so I, at some point down the road, maybe that what they'll do is 
you know, somebody will do a decent version of one of their properties and they'll buy it again and they'll start all over again. Mm. So, but all right, did you finish? Did you finish your fact checking? Yes. Um, whilst it has not been announced officially, it does look as if Sylvester Stallone is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy two playing a Ravager. Right. So Andy was wrong. Chip was right. Yes. Again. <laughs> Again. Yes. Again. He, although I was right about Spider Man. What? That he sucks. No, that he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. What else you got for news, Andy? Okay, um, one other piece of news um, does look as if Captain Marvel has found its director. Again, not officially announced yet, but it is looking like um, indie filmmaker and animator Emily Carmichael, who was the writer and director of the Penny Arcade web series. All right. She it looks like she's going to be the director. So it, it kind of it's kind of taken like what Marvel has done, like with Guardians, taking a relatively unknown director and giving them a big property to uh, to make into a good movie. And James Gunn did it really well with Guardians. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I, th- you know, is it that the only thing I find interesting is do we have to have? And the, you know, this is where we get accused of being sexist. Uh, do we have to have a female directing the female uh, the female lead movie? Do we need a black man uh, or an African American uh, directing Black Panther? Do we need a do we need two white male hipster douchebags uh, directing Captain America? <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay, but but. Uh, I mean, as a case of they're hiring the best people for the job. Mm. So, and arguably the Russo brothers, probably the best people to do these Captain America movies and the next Avengers movies. Um, I forget the the name of the guy that's directing the Black Panther movie, but uh, he seems like the right guy for the job. I, I think he, he did Creed, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so, so, and by yeah, all I, I, was, I, I don't have a problem with their so. choices, but I just think... Uh, that having to be thrown into the mix and being blatantly thrown in there, just, you know, it's like, seriously? I think, I mean, it probably is something that Marvel is thinking about mm-hmm. in terms they, of they giving, have to. Giving, giving them an air of legitimacy with these with these movies. Well, they have to because, because other, otherwise the internet uh, gets its panties in a bunch and protests mm. that... Uh, you know, there's you know, there's not enough uh, female characters. There isn't a movie starring a female character. Um, you know, the, the internet just looks for things to protest and cry foul about. Do I think Marvel needs a female-based uh, char- uh, movie? Sure, uh, but. First of all, I would cons- I, I would consider at least the Winter Soldier uh, that uh, was a Black wi- Black Widow movie as much as it was a Captain America movie, uh, yep. and they could have called it Captain America and the Black Widow. Uh, 
you know, Black Widow is my first choice, and I think one of your news stories is that Marvel is saying they are considering. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. It's not definite yet. But uh, Phase 4 should include a Black Widow movie. And she absolutely deserves her own movie. She is probably one of the best characters in the three movies she's appeared in. Three? One, two, three, four. Four. Yeah. So so, uh, I think Scarlett Johansson makes a fantastic Black Widow. Um, Yep. she can she can carry a movie herself hundred percent. Absolutely, she's been the star of many 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 movies. So there is, I mean, that plus Marvel equals win. Like <laughs> it's, a, it's a really a no brainer at this point. And basically, the the news story is saying that they're further further along with that than they kind of ever have been before. I believe there is a script in 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 there somewhere. And they've got a kind of story and they want to tell, and I, I would really like to know like more of her backstory and stuff like that, and what ha- what happened and with her and Hawkeye back in the day, and and, and like, see that sort of stuff as well as see stuff in the in the current day. Yeah, and I obviously mean, she, she's a great character. She winds up in a kind of interesting spot at the end of Civil War. I'm not spoil it, but uh, what happens towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. has her in an interesting place uh, character wise. Yeah, she's in a very interesting place. So the, 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 yeah. there's good ways, and there's mm-hmm. definitely some good stories they could tell with uh, with regards to her. And I, I don't think at the moment she's slated to appear anywhere else except for probably uh, Infinity War. Well, there's not really anywhere for her to appear. You're not going to throw her in Doctor Strange. She wouldn't fit in there at all. No. Um, Thor Ragnarok, as far as we know, Thor Ragnarok doesn't even take place on Earth. No, I would, uh, I would highly doubt it. Guardians, no. I guess she could appear in Spider-Man or Spider-Baby. <laughs> she could appear in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She could appear in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We would not complain. Nope. But yeah, I'm, I, I'd, I'd go and see the movie. Like, as we oh, would yeah. anyway, but but I'd be quite excited to see the movie. Like, I think it would, I think they could do some really cool things with it. Absolutely. So make make it so Marvel make it so. Uh, finally, the, the other the other bit of news is more related to uh, that I sent you on Facebook was more related to um, civil kind of what happens towards the end of Civil War and how things could shape up in Phase Four. So we'll we'll save that for a, another another okay. time. Um, but the final bit of news is that uh, Kristen Ritter has confirmed that Jessica Jones and the Defenders are going to shoot back to back. Oh, okay. So that that just came out today. So judging by that, we'll probably see Jessica Jones season two come out before the Defenders, and probably whatever happens in that will fall and lead straight into Defenders. Hmm. Or will. Well, or Defender shoots, and then Jessica Jones is the aftermath. It, it could be, but I, I would assume it's the other way around. And she also. Well, I've already proved um, you wrong once tonight. So. <laughs> true, yes, true, yes. She also um, did not confirm or deny whether or not she'd shot scenes for uh, Luke Cage. If they don't what? confirm or deny, that's a confirmation. 
Yeah, what she said is uh, when when they asked her if she was going to be in Luke Cage, she said, uh, I don't know how it will all come out, and I can't even tell you if I've filmed Luke Cage, <laughs> but I'm excited for Mike to have his own show. <laughs> like, I can't tell you if I've filmed Luke Cage. It means she probably has. Yes. Or, or maybe she doesn't know, like, some things that she's been shooting. Maybe she's thought it was for Jessica Season 2 or Defenders or, or whatever. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to show up at some point in location. She has to. And I don't know in what role, but I'd like to see, like, other people pop up in as well. Like, Iron Fist must be in location. He has to be. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that that's good for the franchise as a whole if you introduce uh, the character the a character who's getting his own series in that one uh, it gives the viewer at least a little point of reference so that oh yeah I remember when he was in Luke Cage uh, or in whatever they're calling it um, cool and uh, entice them to watch it yep um yeah, so I think that was all of the uh, all of the news. Okay. So let's get into some shield. Yes, because we do have a whole episode of shield to get through. Um, so this is season three, episode twenty of Agents of Shield, which is called Emancipation. Which Emancipation is like sort of divorcing your parents, isn't it? That or freedom from slavery, the Emancipation okay. Proclamation for us Americans. Ah, uh, okay, okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense in terms of the episode. It kind of works on both levels, actually. Cool. Okay, so th- this episode kicks off, and we see Coulson and May watching the news and reading the paper in a bar, and we hear this news report about the uh, public feud between Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. Uh, obviously relating to the Sokovia Accords, which is a cool little nod to mm-hmm. what was going on in Civil War. So this is kind of taking place in amongst or very slightly after what the events there. And they also see uh, that Agent Carter is now dead right. at, ni- at the age of 95, which is not, not really a spoiler because she was old as hell. And she had lived a long life. It's not a it spoiler was, because it was in this week's episode of Agent of Agents of Shield. Yep. yep. But I, I'm wondering is is this the announce is this the way they're announcing that they're not renewing uh, the show next year? Oh, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a backdoor announcement. Yeah. Because yeah. next week is when we find out what shows are coming back. Mm. And we know Shield is coming back anyway, right. so. We're, we're we know ninety percent of the shows on all the networks at this point. Mm. Uh, so Coulson tasks me with dealing with Hive, and he says he will deal with the government. And he also says the last thing that they need is to be hamstrung by the government with the Sokovia Accords. But yeah, desperate times, desperate measures. So May May heads out the back, and Coulson meets with Talbot, and uh, Talbot's got like a great line here. He's, because Coulson is obviously walking with a cane because he was injured when uh, Daisy quaked the base. And a tablet says to him, what in the Knievel happened to you? <laughs> and Coulson says it was a fender bender. 
which I thought was a great little exchange. So, yeah, the, the president has apparently sent Talbot to see if Coulson has any inhumans working for him, and he basically wants to register them, essentially. Uh, he wants to bring S.H.I.E.L.D. back into the light. And just just to clarify, um, it's not a spoiler for Civil War, but S.H.I.E.L.D. did not get reinstated during Civil War. Nope. There was no no real mention of Shield apart from like the odd passing thing, but no no mention of of Shield coming back because I th- I thought they might have done that like reinstated Shield in some way, but they didn't at all. Uh, Coulson then gets out to buckle up, and we find out that this the secret Shield base has been underneath a pub all along, which I thought it was quite cool. Because they just go into like a booth in the bar and you like they buckle up and the bar guy, the bartender pushes a button and then they go down and then a lift. Yeah, did, well, you probably saw the movie remake Get Smart. Did you ever see no, the the tele? It's a, a television show from the '60s over here, but it was it was mm-hmm. basically a parody of uh, James Bond. Okay. Um. And it was, you know, a half-hour comedy uh, based on secret agents. Mm-hmm. So they had the things like uh, the the base under the bar and shoe phones. Because, you know, in the <laughs> 60s, they didn't have cell phones. But yeah. they, they would have shoe phones and wacky gadgets. And I got a very Get Smart vibe out of, uh, out of the, the scene. Okay. I could even hear the Get Smart theme music as uh, that was happening. <laughs> that that would have been a cool little uh, nod if they could have licensed that for for the episode. Mm. Nice. Um, meanwhile, Daisy is being drained of her blood, uh, obviously because she has the part Cree blood in her. And while she's doing that, she hacks into the shoot database and. Uh, well, the shoot servers really, and watches Lincoln. Uh, we we do see that her cuts are now kind of healing up because she'd had cuts on her face for mm-hmm. about a, a month worth of episodes now, which obviously these episodes are taking place over a short space of time, even though to us it's like a longer period of time. But yeah, her cuts are now finally starting to heal, but she looks like absolute shit because she's having the blood drained out of her. She it looks like she kind of looks like a zombie. She looks like mm-hmm. hive esque. From when we first saw Hive as Ward. Well, people losing their blood tend to uh, uh, be pale. Yes. And uh, Dr. Radcliffe says that he'll rest when he's dead. <laughs> and they do now have enough blood for the, uh, the their alpha test. Uh, Hive mentions that he's recruiting some special uh, special people for for the alpha test as a gift for Daisy. Uh, in the shield base, it's time for Lincoln's feeding time. <laughs> I thought it was very funny that like really babying Lincoln at this point. Feeding time at uh, the zoo. Yep, and uh, May tells him about Talbot being at the base to take inventory and tells him to straighten up and fly right. <laughs> if Fitz meanwhile is busy daisy proofing the security, he's basically playing whack a mole with her. So anytime when she finds like a, a loophole, he's he's plugging it. Yeah, I like the little uh, game he and Daisy are playing with each other. 
yeah, it was it was quite cool seeing the back and forth, even though like there's no direct interaction between the characters. Like she's hacking in from one side and he's like stopping her and then she's finding other ways and it was quite cool. Uh, May, however, tasks Fitz and Simmons with finding out what Hive wants as his endgame, which we kind of know that already, like that he wants to create an army of inhumans from humans. Like that was revealed last week. We knew that. Yeah, I well, was it revealed the shield though? Yeah, Mac told them at the end of last week's episode. Okay. Because like, because Mac Mac found out about it obviously through Daisy, and he told he told them at the end of last week's episode. So they they know like they just don't know. I think they kind of worded that badly. Like it should have been more them trying to work out how he was planning to do this rather than like what he was planning to do. Well, maybe that's what they mean by the end game. Uh, yeah. How's how, how's he going to do this? Worded badly. Yeah. Um, also, Yo-Yo is back. <laughs> just she just pops back all of a sudden for no real reason. She's back. She's there. gone. She's back. She's gone. She's a fucking Yo-Yo. Yeah, yeah she's a Yo-Yo. She's like, yeah, I want to come back and fight, and, and then go away. I'm gone. Um, nope. But yeah, no. she. I'm back. <laughs> she, <laughs> See ya. She demonstrates. <laughs> she demonstrates her power to uh, to Talbot by stealing his medal, which was really funny. And then he tries to talk her into going on his list. And he says that the list is highly classified, and Coulson is obviously not disag- not agreeing with the the list and the Sokovia Accords and whatnot, uh, because eventually these lists get misused or fall into the wrong hands, and innocent people get hurt, which is kind of a callback to like what happened in the Winter Soldier, because obviously they had their gifted index then, mm-hmm. and they had the helicarriers targeting all of those people. Right. Uh, we then get to see the, the watchdogs training, and we find out that they have learned about another inhuman, and they plan to track this person down and bring them in. Lincoln is chilling out, and he, and he gets to talk to Daisy. On a, uh, he, well, he tries to talk to Daisy, who he, he just kind of assumes that she's listening, and she puts a message on his TV to, to confirm that, yes, she is, she's listening to what he's saying. Uh, she makes a kind of loop of him sleeping so that they can talk privately. And he just he says that he just wants to be with her with no hive and no shield. Uh, but the conversation gets cut short because Coulson and Talbot come to visit Lincoln. We also see that Mac is not happy to see Yo-Yo. It's basically because Mac doesn't really want Yo-Yo to end up like Daisy and under Hive's control, which be, being an inhuman, she would be fucked if uh, if she went up against him. They also have this kind of back and forth about Hive being pure evil, like biblical end times evil. And Yo-Yo's like, you just need a beer and some faith. <laughs> it's always just, just a beer. Beer is good. Beer is good at any time. And Mac definitely needs a beer because he's been through the ringer a wee bit. I agree. Uh, Yo-Yo also says that evil preys on the weak because it feels the strong. Now, Lincoln does something quite interesting here because he agrees to register on Talbot's list, provided that Talbot can get him out of confinement and let him go back into the the real world. Can I be on your list, Mr. Talbot? I'm bored! (laughs) They won't let me leave! I've been stuck here! It's feeding time at the zoo! They're treating me like a fucking animal, Mr. Talbot! Can I be on your list, please? Me me and Uh, Whitey Bitch Spider-Man! 
Mm. Well, Spider-Man would be would be on the list, I suppose, because he was aligned with Stark. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, he also mentions that he could fry the mustache right off of Talbot's face, which I I just wanted him to do that. <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious. And I, I wanted Yo Yo. I didn't want Yo Yo to steal Talbot's medals. Mm. I wanted her to steal his toupee. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Uh, so uh, Talbot then says, okay, I've seen the good and the bad. Now show me the ugly. And obviously the ugly in this instance is Lash. Who he describes as like a monster and he should be in a, he should be in a jail matrix locked up. I can understand his, his concern. Lash is a scary dude. He's yeah, killed. he's pretty dangerous as well. Yeah, you know, he's killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and uh, Inhumans. Yeah, he's he's not a little cuddly guy, you know? No. I wouldn't like to be cuddled by him and his spines. <laughs> we'll leave that to May. Yeah. Um, May tells uh, Talbot that Daisy's away on assignment, but he Talbot already knows that she is with uh, Grant Ward, who he just calls a dead a dead man. Uh, we then see the watchdogs following a hooded inhuman into an alley, and we I, I thought it was going to be Joey at first, but then as soon as he like picks up the chain, I'm like, oh okay, it's James. And we we see uh, he he says he tells them not to not like not to follow them and. Uh, he said that there could, what was he said there could be something there could be a place worse than there's always hell, mm-hmm. and he uses he uses a chain and and it's you know how you normally he's just done this exploding thing he's managed mm-hmm. to like control his power more now so he's kind of sets fire to the chain almost which was very kind of Ghost Rider esque and oh, very reminiscent of totally his character in the comics yeah but I mean it's just a random chain that he finds mm-hmm. in a bin. <laughs> I mean, who's thrown away perfectly good chains like that? Come on. Maybe you got a new chain. Maybe you don't need the old chain anymore. (laughs) In the dumpster. (laughs) Maybe maybe you changed something in the dumpster. Could be, yeah. Uh, Hive uh, then shows up and takes a gun off of one of the the watchdogs pretty awesomely, like Grant Ward style. And it was just like... It was cool to see that like little flash of like proper Ward in there, like yep. doing his his old Agent Grant Ward thing. But it was only very very brief flash, but it was a nice little kind of nod back. Uh, Hive, uh, so Hive, they then capture all these guys. Um, you know, Coulson and Fitz tell Talbot about Hive and what his powers are and whatnot. And yeah, Hive may have everything he needs now, and they remind. Coulson of uh, Daisy and obviously Coulson himself having the Cree blood and they do ask Talbot about um, his about what was stolen from the ATCU facility however he does not share the information with them yet anyway uh, Hive and James bring the watchdogs to be, be the alpha test on turning the humans into inhumans. And Dr. Radcliffe is 100% fairly certain that it will work. <laughs> <laughs> which, was, which was hilarious. Um, meanwhile, Daisy plans to MacGyver Lincoln out. 
of the uh, the shield it, the shield headquarters using a tape dispenser and a food tray and a bit of a broken mirror. Now, do you know who MacGyver is, Andy? Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, was it not like a program back in the day? Yeah, back in probably the 90s. Mm -hmm. And he was the original Grant Ward. He could could make a lethal death ray out of a plastic spoon, a rubber band, and a toothpick, you know? Okay. Um, Yeah, he, he could, you know, he would... Re, he could rewire uh, a toaster into a, a ballistic salvo, you know, uh, things like that. So what, when you MacGyver something, you tinker with it and alter it. Okay. Just wanted to make sure people understood the reference because it was a great <laughs> reference. Mm. Yep. It was, it was quite cool to, to see, like, Lincoln using these things to escape the room and then like knock out the the guard that was uh that was guarding him uh Coles, we also see that Coles, colson is calm because he's getting used to this sort of thing and uh talbot wants to bring in the military to try and deal with hive but talbot's uh, losing Coles, his shit yeah yeah because i mean he's now dealing with an end of the world type threat here <laughs> and he's like yeah we need to we need to escalate this a little bit like I, I thought they would have gone okay let's bring in the avengers but like i think they steered clear of that because it's kind of unclear exactly yeah, what yeah, point yeah, in yeah. civil war that falls into right yeah there's there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to go there right now mm-hmm. yep um, but yeah, Coulson says that would be too slow because of all the red tape and whatnot bringing in, mm. bringing in the military. Um, Daisy uses some flashing lights to distract May, which I thought was hilarious because it's kind of that way of like how you distract a cat. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Squirrel! Flashing light. Squirrel! Oh, oh, what's going on? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. What's that over there? And uh, that allows Lincoln to uh, get a bit further in his escape anyway. Uh, Fitz realizes that Daisy's made a loop of Lincoln sleeping and they find the, the guard that Lincoln's knocked out and that Lincoln has escaped. And they sound the alarm. Uh, meanwhile, in Hive's base, Radcliffe's experiment was kind of successful on the watchdogs. Um, They've. I don't know what would you describe these things as. Okay, um, I'm trying to remember what they are actually called in the in the comic, and it might be Alpha Primitives. Okay, there is a subspecies uh, in Attilid or Adelon, whatever, however you want to pronounce it, which mm-hmm. is the Inhumans. Uh, home world, home city, whatever you want to refer to it as, and these the, these are the basically the fail the failed teragenesis victims uh, that basically act as you know the gardeners, the garbage men, the the service people for to those that actually obtain actual powers. So, and I think they're called something like Alpha Primitives in the comic. Yeah, so the, it does look like they are. So that's uh, that's kind of where I took it when I saw them saying, all right. Uh, you know, it's a vague reference at best. 
And who mm. knows, we may or may not ever get a Inhumans movie, but um, my guess is not. But uh, so I, I thought it was kind of a cool reference to to the comic uh, to to the six one six universe. Yeah, yeah, it definitely sounds like a well, it looks like a reference to that. Um, they did call them puppies. <laughs> yeah, well, they're no, the watchdogs, so. Yeah, the puppies. The puppies. <laughs> um. So yeah, back in the show base, Hothead is loose and getting help from Swayze Daisy. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's Talbot is so funny. <laughs> I love Talbot. We need more Talbot. We need definitely need more Talbot. Yeah. Uh, Yo-Yo and May go to check out the bar exit and Fitz, Fitzsimmons and Mac try to lock Daisy out, but they end up realising too late that she has locked them out of access to the Quinjet. Uh, Lincoln heads towards the Quinjet, but finds Mac there in his way, and Mac kind of grabs onto him, and Lincoln has to shock him to get him to let him go. Uh, so the the watch the watchdogs are under the puppies are basically inhumans. Um, they are um, a lot, obviously, a lot more primitive than the ones we've seen, um, but they are still inhumans. Mm-hmm. And Hive wants more of them. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, these will do. I want lots of these." So we're gonna uh, have to take all your blood, Daisy. Yes, all your blood, and you will be drained completely. She's like, "Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I have all yours, Hive." <laughs> Uh, so we see uh, the Quinjet, well, we see Lincoln in the Quinjet, and then we see the Quinjet leaving the shield base. And we find out that Daisy's not going to greet him when he arrives. It's going to be Hive. Uh, Talbot wants to shoot down the Quinjet, but Coulson vetoes that move because it wasn't actually Lincoln that was on the Quinjet when it left, because desperate times call for desperate measures. It was actually Lash that was on the Quinjet. So they set it up to look like it was Lincoln, and Daisy thinks it's Lincoln coming, but when the Quinjet left, it was actually Lash that was in the Quinjet. So Lash then arrives at the Hive's base and is greeted by Hive, and we get the Lash versus Hive fight, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A little short. Uh, a little, little bit short, yeah. I could, I would have liked it to be a little bit longer. Um, Hive kind of tries to control him, but it doesn't work on Lash because Lash has the awesome, like I don't know what you, what you would call it, like beam firing power thing. Beam fiery power thing works. Okay. Yep. <laughs> he 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 files it at Hive, and he does manage to injure Hive, but not kill him. Uh, Lash also fights the the puppies that have been created, and uh, uh, he at least kills a few of them. Mm. And we find out that James is not around because he's on a beer run, (laughs) which is not surprising given his character. Um, Daisy is a bit weak at this point because of obviously giving away all of her blood, but she does try to quake Lash, and Lash kind of... She sort of falls over, and Lash kind of towels over her, and I thought he was going to kill her. I was like... You bastard! You're gonna kill Daisy, but he didn't. He took the he took the hive out of her, which is a very useful thing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to that was weird. Because mm. 
because he sort of sucked the ball over and then squished it. Yep. So, I mean, he could have obviously done this for other Inhumans. But, yeah, he... So he removes the hive from her, and obviously she's injured and weak, so he puts her back on the Quinjet to take her back to the shield base. But whilst he's doing this, James comes back from his beer run and <laughs> sees all this and kills Lash using his chain. Which was a bit of a, a bit of a holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy then quakes the puppies and James and then heads home. And she's brought back into Shield HQ in cuffs that I thought was quite interesting because why would she be in cuffs? She's well, I suppose maybe they think that she they, might still be under. Yeah, under she's not. Yeah, you can't trust her just yet. Mm. So Lash wasn't there to kill Hive. He was there to save Daisy. And they, they Fitzsimmons test Daisy, and she is indeed free of Hive's control. Uh, they do. They expect a full recovery from her, which is the good news. But the bad news is that Hive plans to infect a significant percentage of the human race. He just needs some sort of delivery system, and uh, Talbot drops the bomb that literally, <laughs> literally, yeah, <laughs> that he uh, stole a warhead from the ATCU in Indiana. So this is obviously alluding to the Terrigen bomb that we've been speculating about mm. for I don't know the last. Eight weeks, I think. <laughs> and we we then get a little nod to what's to come, where Yo-Yo visits Mac in his room, and I was like, okay, here we go, Mac, Mac and Yo-Yo are gonna get it on. But no, no, she just like gives him something and tells him to close his eyes and not open his hands until she goes away. And it turns out that she gave him her crucifix necklace and tells him to keep the faith, Bon Jovi style. You really have to go with a Bon Jovi reference. All right. <laughs> I like Bon Jovi. But yeah. Um, I saw him on the first of the tour. Oh, nice. When they opened up for the Scorpions. <laughs> Shows you how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, so at this point, Mac has the crucifix. Um, and we do know that the person who has the crucifix at the end of Next week's episodes is going to die. Mm, we know the crucifix is on the ship. Yes. I don't think that it's going to be Mac on the ship, though. And, like, the scenes from next week showed fits with the crucifix at one point. But, I mean, both these things, I think, are red herrings. It'll be interesting. You know, maybe we should start a poll on the Facebook page. Yeah. Who, who's going to die? Because, I mean, that's where all the promos are. Like, one of these people will die. And I, I'm, I'm going to be sad regardless of who it is. It, it will be an original member of the team. Like, they wouldn't have bigged it up so much if it wasn't. Oh, yes, they would. But, I mean, you think, do, you cons- you think they would- do you consider Mac an original member? No. Okay, no. so you don't think it's Mac? Nope. Um, you know, the easy way out of this is kill Yo-Yo. Um, she's kind of a useless character. Um, yep. You know, she, uh, or let's put it this way. I won't call her useless. I'll call her underdeveloped or underused uh, so that we don't know if she has, uh, you know, the, the scenes she's been in have been okay, but it's kind of a one-trick pony thing. Yeah. Um, so 
whether or not uh, it would be her, you know, is that a big deal? Are they, are they overhyping it because it's the season finale and uh, somebody's going to die? You know, my money's still on May. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I think that, I mean, it's got to be an original member of the team. I don't think it's, I don't think it would be Coulson. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's the centerpiece of the show. It's, Essentially, I know Daisy's kind of the, the main character whose arc we've been following, really, the whole thing, but Coulson is still the centerpiece of the show who everything revolves around. So I don't think it's Coulson. I don't think the show can really exist properly without Coulson. No, it's not Coulson. Not, Andy, not as he shields, but. Hmm? Hang on. We are back in three, two, one. Okay. So you were saying that it's not Coulson. There's no way it's Coulson. I mean, no. if they did that. It would be jaw-dropping, and I'm not sure the show would survive losing Coulson. No, it would also be a bit of a kick in the teeth to everybody that's been following yeah. his story arc the whole time, so don't think it's Coulson. Now, could he die in the series finale? Sure. Mm. No. Uh, but this isn't the series finale. We have at least one more season of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm almost thinking that's going to be the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D. But, um, yeah, so it's not going to be him. That leaves Fitzsimmons. I don't think you're going to break that up. It works I mean, well. It, it, I think it's kind of the whole thing of, like, remember what they did with Hawkeye in Age of Ultron, where they kind of sowed all the seeds throughout that movie for it to be Hawkeye that would die and I mean we speculated so many times that Hawkeye was going to die in that movie mm-hmm. and like even while I was sitting watching the movie and like when they introduced his family and stuff like that I'm like oh they're going to kill Hawkeye and then they didn't <laughs> it's kind of like that they've like they've built up Fitz and Simmons character and the relationship so much that it seems like they're building up so much to show how the other one copes when one of them dies and that but their relationship think, is cursed and doing all and that. And all that, yep. But I think that's, again, uh, just them kind of throwing that story path down to you to make you think that, but they're actually not going to do that. So, yeah, it's, it's one of Fitzsimmons, uh, May, or Daisy. Or Mac. Or, or Mac, but, I mean, Mac, Mac isn't an original team member. True. And, like, Link, if Lincoln died... You wouldn't care. You'd probably be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Get rid of the whiny bitch. Now let's go get that spider brat. Um, so, uh, no, he's he's not one of the original. If you're going to go after one of the original, it has to be May. I think that would have the most shock value. Uh, you know, she's the quote-unquote toughest character on the team. Uh, but at the same time, like, like I said, for the last few weeks, I think her story's done. Especially yep. now that Andrew's dead. Yep. And, it, I mean, it does look like, from what we've seen, it looks like a sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to think that the uh, the Quinjet has been sent up to destroy the, 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 the nuke or the warhead that is clearly going to get fired somewhere. And looks like it's going to fire the ish to outer space, at least, or outer atmosphere, or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, I reckon that it's going to be a sacrifice play where the the Quinjet has to go up and basically crash into the warhead to destroy it. 
So which here, takes some awesome piloting, by the way. Yeah. Uh, there's only one person who can pilot a Quinjet that well. Yep. Here's here's how you cheapen the death. So she so she pilots the Quinjet into the warhead and intercepts it, causing it to explode and her to quote unquote die. Mm-hmm. But but what if she doesn't die? She is transformed by the Terragenesis mist into something else and comes back halfway through next season after being a, the mysterious character that is either vexing or assisting shield as some type of character okay yeah that could could work as long as they don't bring her back as a cloud a galactus cloud and i'm fine with that no there will not be a galactus cloud (laughs) that's fox yeah i'd be okay with that i know i know it but it does cheapen the death and once again you, you you fall into the comic book you know, oh, it's a comic book movie, a comic book show. Nobody ever really dies. Coulson was killed by an Asgardian spork, and he came back. Uh, Nick Fury was supposedly killed in the Winter Soldier, and, well, we know that was faked. Um, so those type of things happen all the time in comics and is probably part of the bad rep that comics get. Because nobody ever dies. The only one who's ever stayed dead is Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. It used to be Uncle Ben and Bucky, but, well, we know how that ha- yep. turned out. <laughs> um, and, and like Gwen Stacy was as well, but they've brought yeah. her back now as well. True, true. Yeah, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Stacy was dead. But she's a different Earth. She's a different Gwen, yeah, yeah. different Earth Gwen Stacy, yeah. <laughs> um... You know, we, we we need the Winter Ben to come back and kill Spider Brat. <laughs> I I need to start the Kickstarter to get that movie funded, um, <laughs> and hook up with Aunt Milf. Hmm. Um, but no, so I, you know, like I said, I hope they don't do that. But it is the way you write May back into the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which character you would have her play. Um, maybe, maybe could you make uh, her the the new you know do a female version of uh, was it Chang Shi, the master of kung fu? Mm, yeah, they could do something like that. But I mean, the like that that say they're using the kind of thing that they developed this episode. It seems to only make people into like those drone ones, mm-hmm. the alpha primitives. So I wouldn't want to see her come back as like that. Well, we don't know how it affects different people. True, and I mean, no, I mean they've got a test for inhuman, so we know that me mm-hmm. isn't an inhuman because everyone's been tested. Right. And she's definitely not an inhuman already. So who knows? Like, I mean, if you get, I suppose, if you get exposed to that much of it, just you and in, in the vacuum of space or. With the co- and like, you know cosmic rays uh, in mm-hmm. the you know, the, I mean there's yeah. ways around it, but uh, oh, oh what what if what if she becomes Captain Marvel because of that? <laughs> well, that'd be cool, but they won't do that. <laughs> that'd be cool. If it won't happen, but I imagine that happened. That'd be awesome. That would be 
that would be the ultimate that would finally prove that they are connecting things yeah <laughs> but that that's not that's not gonna happen. <laughs> you and i you know m- Kevin Kevin Feige has our number. He needs to get in touch with us and start bring us in as consulting. Here's how, here's how you keep this show cool uh, and make your movies cooler. Because yeah, that that would be she would make a great uh, you know obviously she's not Carol Danvers, but you you know it doesn't have to be Carol Danvers. It could be Melinda May. She could be this the cinematic universe's version of Carol Danvers. That that is actually one of your smarter uh, ideas, Andy. <laughs> Maybe your only smart idea, but um, yes. that I, I actually like that. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I like that as well. She, she's a fairly well-known actress. I don't consider her a-list by any means. She's done some big-time movie stuff. Street Most, Fighter. Yeah, and voice work <laughs> in uh, Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy movie. And uh, Mulan. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, you know, I that that would work for me. Now you have a strong uh, w- female l- character who is established. Um, she is not your typical wasp character. Uh, you know, she she's uh, of Asian descent. So you've checked off another one of the boxes. Um, no, that actually that would actually work well. And and she's a she's a well loved uh, Marvel character at this point. She has her own Funko Pop for Christ's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> so Mac doesn't have his Funko Pop. Oh, I would love a Mac Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> And a Fets one and a Simmons one. Everyone needs to get one. So, but yeah, I think uh, you know that's a cool idea. But it'll be interesting. Maybe we will start. We'll we'll start something on the Facebook page. Try to generate a little traffic over there. We're not, you know, you and I aren't here looking for likes and clickbait and all that crap. But mm, yeah. we like to have fun. Yeah, and, and we like interaction. Yeah, we uh, something for us to read on the show. So, uh, we done here yet? We're close. No, we're done. Yeah, we. I think yeah, that's the end of the episode, definitely. Um, what did you think of the episode overall? You know, thinking back on it and listening to you talk about it, I realized how ingenious this was. And this is the second time they've done it in the last couple of weeks where there's uh, something going on in the background that you don't realize until they spoil it at the end. You know, mm-hmm. like a yep. good uh, old-fashioned mystery show. You know, there was a plot that started at the beginning of this episode when May and uh, Colson had their talk at the bar about how they're going to take care of Hive and uh, put it into play, starting with uh, Lincoln... Uh, having his uh, little talks with May or with uh, Daisy and having May distract Fitz and Simmons from uh, jamming or uh, blocking Daisy from getting into the computer by tasking them with something else that allowed her to get be able to uh, reach out to 
Lincoln and start the whole thing. Uh, you know, the whole thing with Lash and how they uh, distracted everybody and put Lash on the plane instead of Lincoln. Uh, this was all elaborate and it was all right there in front of you, more or less, except mm, the fact yep. that she was sending messages in his food. Mm. But even that, she brought the sandwich to him. And remember, <laughs> that was feeding time. Yeah, it's feeding time. <laughs> so, um, you know, a lot of this just didn't hit me when when you're watching the episode. But when they explain it at the end, it's like, you motherfuckers. Yep. You sneaky they, they little bastards. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I did. I liked everything. It was... I mean, I guess you had to do something to finish the Lash storyline, and, well, they kind of finished it in a way that, you know, I mean, Andrew was a cool character, uh, but, you know, okay, his story's ended, the The character has lived out, it, lived out its purpose. Yep, and they gave him a bit of redemption as well, because he got to save Daisy. Right, and that was, you know, and then uh, explaining... That's what his role in the Inhuman universe was. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I mean, overall, it was one of the better episodes. We did have some Civil War tie-ins. It was about as much as you could do with a mm -hmm. Civil War tie-in. Short of having uh, some, you know, I don't know, having, uh, I, can't, I don't even want to say that. So, um, <laughs> I think... Um, I think we're heading towards an interesting uh, conclusion next week. Yeah, so uh, obviously in next week's episode, we have to see S.H.I.E.L.D. come back out of the shadows somehow. S.H.I.E.L.D. somehow gets reinstated. Hopefully. Because there's a, there's a S.H.I.E.L.D. logo on the uniform that's in that Quinjet. So it gets reinstated. We know that's happening. I hope that Nick Fury comes in and goes, okay, Coulson, you need to you need to bring Shield back out into the forefront of the public people, because uh, after like after the events of Civil War and stuff like that, people need a uh, agency so that they can relate to or or whatever, a government sanctioned agency that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that it would have made sense to show that in Civil War and then and then push it out further in Shield, but. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna happen. <laughs> I hope it does, but we know that we know that the shield logo is there anyway. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. I that could have been. Well, my wife says that you so you see uh, shield logos on the red shirts. Do, oh, okay. I never. I don't think I ever noticed that. So. I mean, you know, and maybe it's not as uh, covert as as you and I are thinking it is, but that's uh, so that may be something that we're putting there that really isn't a big deal in terms mm -hmm. of quote unquote uh, Shield coming back to the forefront. What I would mm -hmm. like to see happen from this show is a Talbot gets uh, added to the cast as a regular member next year. Okay. Um, so I hope we get that out of whatever's they're, they're going to do. And it's going to be interesting to see a, where this episode goes 
and B, where it leaves us in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of season four. Mm, definitely. Because uh, the nice thing about S.H.I.E.L.D. is there are always repercussions. Mm-hmm. And what are the repercussions that are going to happen this time? So Someone's, good. Someone's going to die. <laughs> I hate when they uh, put those things. Mm. Uh, okay, I got the tweets up. I also have the numbers for last night. The show is mm-hmm. staying at the point, uh, point nine. I mean, it's been that way for the last few weeks. I mean, this this is a DVR show, and even then, excuse me, the DVR numbers aren't that great. Yeah, so the announced the DVR numbers as well. And um, I've looked at them. A lot of times, they're not even in the top twenty-five shows, so I'm not even seeing them. Mm, okay. I don't have them up right now. I might be able to get them quick. Let me see. Uh, DVR ratings. Broadcast plus seven. Let's just see what this is. Da, 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 da. I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, there, uh, did, did I see it? I'm, Agents of Shield. It came in with a fourteen. Uh, it started with li- it's live plus same day was a point nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, live plus seven. It went up to a one point seven. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, basically a point eight increase or uh, it, it, an eighty nine percent increase, mm. and it tied fourteenth with the Flash, Once Upon a Time, Elementary, Agents of Sh- uh, Agents of Shield, Scorpion, NCIS, Los Angeles. Um, yeah, that was it. So. It's so not that on the seems, top. That seems okay, though. It's all right. Like, most of those shows are popular and have been going for quite a while. So, just uh, just to keep, uh, to compare apples to apples here, The Flash, uh, which is on, is it the same night? I think it is, yes. Yep, yep. Uh, that, get, that got a 1.2 rating for the night, mm. and it went up to a 2.0. Agents, oh, okay. of Sh- Agents of Shield got a point nine and went up to a one point seven. So mm, okay. So you know, I mean, it does okay. Mm. So all right, it does well enough for Marvel for Disney and Marvel to keep it around anyway. So at least I'm happy now. with that. <laughs> yep. So actually, in the eighteen per. To, they break these numbers down a billion different ways. Uh, in the 18 to 49 uh, bracket, which is the key demographic, it's actually seventh. Okay. Uh, in, ter- ter- in terms of percentage gain. And like I said, then they break it down to total total uh, gain, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't even make mm. the top 25. Okay. So, all right. So enough with the stupid numbers. Uh, okay, so I got a bunch of tweets. I th- let's see, four twenty nine. We probably read that one. What was the last? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. 
So I'm going to start here with May 4th. No, we read that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we... Uh, you threw me off. I had this all set. But, okay. Yeah, I think the uh, Empire Magazine one is the, the yeah. first one. Yeah, So, and we already discussed this. This is from Tim Hernandez. Marvel is committed to a Black Panther movie. Until it a Black ha- Widow. Black, Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until it's act, until they actually start filming, I'm not holding. You know, I don't hold my breath on anything until it starts filming. Mm, yep. So yeah, I mean, look at Inhumans. Yep, they were committed to that. Yep. No, it's like yeah, forget that. Yeah, Agents of Shield kind of screwed them up for us. So. <laughs> Tim Hernandez also wrote, uh, it's cool they had Peggy Carter's death in the paper, but given her secret job, would people even know about her? Well, I'm going to, I think I can explain this away. Okay. Black Widow at the end of the Winter Soldier released all the secret documents of Hydra, Mm -hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D., whatnot. So it was all out on the internet. So yes, they would know who Peggy Carter was on all the documents that uh she disclosed and there was also the fact that her funeral was fucking massive mm-hmm. like there was hundreds and hundreds of people at it yes it was, so it was like a big event for all those kind of people so so it was well known about i thought the article was possibly a little bit too big but maybe it was a slow news day <laughs> i guess <laughs> And I guess it depends on what paper he was reading. And I, I suppose, yeah, yeah. You know, the secret shield paper—that's what it was. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the, sh- the shield inside bulletin. <laughs> Josh we didn't see what paper it was, did we? N- uh, I wasn't paying attention enough. No, because like it wasn't like a Daily Bugle or, or uh, what's the what's the one from uh, Daredevil? The Chronicle. I think Chronicle. it's called the Chronicle. Uh, was it the Chronicle? You can look. Anyway, I, I don't think I don't think it was either of those. Anyway, uh, Josh Laney wrote us. Just saw Civil War. That was pretty rad and kind of sad. I look forward to the spoiler cast. So do I. There's a lot I want to talk about this movie, uh, especially the ending. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. And uh, we will be doing that sometime near the end of May, because. Yeah. I, I I have an idea for next week's show, but let, let's get through the Twitters first. Okay. Timothy Hernandez uh, also sent us a link to the demise of Disney Infinity. That really bummed me out, but we're gonna. <laughs> we already. Yeah, us too. Like we spoke about it in forty two last night because this news broke like just before we we went live last night. <laughs> like Ali was like heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, and he just got into it with three point Yeah. Yeah, and he went back and like had bought two point as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had, I had heard that on one of your shows. Mm. Uh, well, look at it this way: all the characters will be, uh, all the characters you don't have yet are going to be uh, bargain priced very soon, if not already. Very true. Very true. The um, the the one the one thing that is just not to derail is too much here, but the one thing that is kind of a, a saving grace about that is that hopefully they'll leave the servers live so that. People can still create their own content, yeah. Because there's loads and loads and loads of like fan created stuff 
that's available to download for like levels and stuff like that. There's like many Agents of Shield levels that you can go and download. So if you want to play an Agents of Shield video game, mm. that's the way to do it. <laughs> okay. So I think that's it for uh, this week's show. Yes. Um, but next week is the two-hour finale, Andy. Yes. Are we going to do our Wednesday night show, or do we want to do a live Friday night show? Oh, like I cannot confirm to to okay. a live show. Okay. I, yet, possibly. All right, let's, we let's pencil it. <laughs> let let's we'll we'll put we'll pencil it in, and we'll plan on doing a live show. Usually, Friday nights aren't a big deal for me. Um, especially since what we're eight o'clock now um <laughs> but uh because it is a two-hour show trying to watch that and do it on wednesday is going to be a real bitch mm-hmm. especially if it's a two-hour show the finale where we probably need to go through that a couple times yeah so uh but we're gonna so we will try and do a live show next week keep an eye out on the facebook page we will announce and confirm that, uh, or uh, let you know if if the show will be live. If it is, it will be on all games, 8 p.m. Eastern, Friday night. Um, Andy, when you're not being closed down and shuttered, where can people find you? <laughs> so you can find me trying to close down and shutter Ali every uh, that's impossible. Every Tuesday, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> every Tuesday at 4:30 Eastern, 1:30. Pacific and 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time live on allgames.com doing 42 Level 1. Um, we talk all things TV shows, movies, comic books and the main segment is about video games. Um, you can find all our episodes on Stitcher and iTunes as well as uh, allgames.com. And I can be found every Tuesday night as well on allgames.com at 9.30 or 9 o'clock Eastern uh, on the B-Team podcast <laughs> where we also talk games tech and uh television shows check us out we have a good time we did some tabletop stuff i actually i'm not going to do it now because this show's going too long but uh i did play the uh marvel versus game an actual game of it and i did talk about it on this week's beat team uh with my impressions of it it's 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 a cool little card game worth looking into um but we will see you guys next week and I don't care what diabolical plot Colson and May have. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys. burp during the don't touch (laughs) whoa this is gonna suck or be real funny not sure which (laughs) don't touch (laughs) oh that would have been funny yeah i caught myself just like oh shit